Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, New Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Hopefully, you guys have had a great week thus far, recording this on a Wednesday evening as usual, and we have a good amount to get to here um, on the Game Plan Podcast. Uh, you know, the Jets are doing their due diligence, right, across the NFL involving the quarterback market, and they brought in Derek Carr for a visit this past weekend. Um, I'm not sure if I touched on that on the last pod. I'm not sure if it got released, the news got released on Wednesday, but... Nevertheless, they'll bring them in um, for a visit. They already did. Um, and I think the Jets fans spotted them in a restaurant in uh, in, in New Jersey. It's just funny. Tw- Twitter things uh, always in Jets Nation. But, um, you know, uh, bottom line, it went really well, right? Connor Hughes of the SNY reports um, that it went really well. Tom Pelissero reports it went really well, right? The, the status around Derek Carr and the Jets is positive, and it's positive that you know, the Jets were able to bring him in and get a sense of what he's thinking. You know, what can he bring to this organization? And I saw a report out there that said, you know, Derek Carr would become a first team or first ballot Hall of Famer uh, if he played for the Jets, you know, in 2023 and beyond. And, you know, if I kind of find that ridiculous, I mean, (laughs) you know, Derek Carr's a really good quarterback. Um, I think he would do, you know, a lot of good things for this organization. And I think he would really mend the offense together well with his play style and his quick passing attack um, that he demonstrated in Oakland. But, I think, you know, it it, it it bewilders the Jets to possibly wait for an Aaron Rodgers, right? Who who knows if he's still away in his cave um, on his darkness retreat uh, somewhere probably in the California ruins. Um, but, you know, is he, is Aaron Rodgers coming out anytime soon? Is he making a decision anytime soon? And, you know, the Jets have to make a decision here for themselves, right? Do they wait for Aaron Rodgers to come out of the cave or do they try to get something done with Derek Carr? And I think, you know, Carr, you know, we already talked about it a little bit here last week as well. I think we talked about Carr. He offers, you know, a little bit of everything for the Jets, a little mobility, you know, accuracy, uh, off script plays, good in the locker room, good family guy, um, able to uh, work with young receivers. Um, and, you know, I think he would make Garrett Wilson really good. Elijah Moore, I think he would research a little bit under Carr as well. Um, and, you know, you forget that, you know, the offense coordinator now is not Michael Floor, it's Nathaniel Hackett. You know, you have um, other guys in here now that are facilitating the offense on the back end. So you want a guy like Carr who has experience in, you know, maybe kind of a Hackett-style offense. And, um, you know, they brought in Keith Carter from the Titans. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of... Um, different pieces here for the Jets to explore in terms of quarterbacks. And I think Carr fits the bill for what they're trying to look for. Um, And, you know, that's the major question, right? Are the Jets going to wait out, you know, Rogers, or are they going to go all in on a Derek Carr, paying him 42 plus million a year likely, and then, um, you know, rolling on with the free agency in in the draft, saving draft capital, of course, if you were to just sign Carr and not trade for Aaron Rogers. But what does Rogers offer different than Carr, right? What does Rogers, you know, what, 19, 18 years of experience offered different than Carr's 9 or 10. Um, I think Rodgers at this point in his career is still elite. I think he's still able to, you know, throw it at a very high high rate, high velocity, and be able to hit his guy on target, um, you know, at a steady pace. And I think, you know, last year the Packers with Rodgers weren't, I wouldn't say exactly exciting, right? It's always exciting to watch Aaron Rodgers. It's always exciting to watch an offense that he's within, but... You know, it feels like the Packers kind of missed that juice on offense last year, you know, with guys like Lazard playing and, you know, Dobbs. Um, you know, they were, the Packers team in the past had guys like Jordy Nelson, Jimmy Graham, you know, guys who really, um, 
were able to electrify when when catching the ball, right? Rodgers had Randall Cobb this year as well, an older Randall Cobb, but it feels like, you know, he didn't have Devontae Adams, right? He didn't have that guy. You know, could Garrett Wilson become, you know, Aaron Rodgers' Devontae Adams? You know, maybe not to the amount of skill or the amount of yards or the amount of touchdowns, but to a point where Rodgers trusts throwing him the ball, where he trusts that he'll catch it. Um, the, the, these are questions to answer, I think, before you get Rodgers and before you, you know, deal a first-round pick in more form, although I don't think it's going to be as much as people are talking about, maybe conditional first-round pick next year, third-round pick this year, and then a veteran player or two to go along with that package. But um, overall, I think Rodgers would be a major, major upgrade for the Jets. Similar to Carr, I think, you know, they would both be major upgrades from what the Jets were you know, toting out at quarterback the last couple of years, I think, you know, they would by far and away be the best best Jets quarterback since 2015. Either one of them made it on the roster would be. Um, and, you know, I think just think that um, really speaks volumes about the kind of talent we've had at quarterback since 2015, since Ryan Fitzpatrick broke our touchdown record, um, which is still sad, by the way. I don't want to see him on the top of there for much longer. So hopefully if Carr or um, Aaron Rodgers you know, becomes the next Jets quarterback, they could break that rather quickly if they can. Uh, nothing against Fitzpatrick. It's just you want to see a guy up there who um, leads them to playoff wins as well as uh, a potential championship coming in, uh, heading into the 2023 NFL season. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're trying to get a guy who can be confident under center, be able to develop the offense at a faster rate than, you know, a Mike White would, a Zach Wilson would, a Joel Flacco would. Um, you know, there are going to be many situations, I think, next year where the Jets are going to be in, you know, tough games, you know, close games. Um, can they finish those games? Last year, I think they got better um, at closing out games and being, able, and being able to not give up leads. But, you know, you're heading into 2023, you got to be able to close out games if you want to be a perennial playoff team, let alone just breaking this playoff drought, right? So you, you have to close out games. You have to finish as the Jets mantra likes to be here. Um, so, yeah, that, that's that's one of the things you have to look for in a quarterback. Is he clutch? Can he run the two-minute drill? And can he close out games at a faster rate than a Mike Whitewood or Zach Wilson or, you know, any of those guys that the Jets have trotted out there the last couple of years? So, with that said, that's about six minutes and 30 seconds of um, quarterback talk and the latest revolving around Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers. I wanted to shift gears a little bit um, to Quinn Williams and a potential contract extension for him. I posted on Instagram a couple days ago, or yesterday possibly, that, you know, the, the Jets need to have a decision to make, right, regarding Quentin Williams and his status with the team. And he's not expected to be a free agent, right? He's not a restricted free agent or anything, nothing like that. He has a year under contract um, for the Jets in 2023. But um, the Jets kind of took their time last year, didn't talk really extension, and let Quentin have a career year. Um, I believe he has 12 or 13 sacks, which is really good for a defensive tackle and right up there with the elite. Um, so he deserves a monster deal. He deserves, you know, 20, 26, 27 million dollars a year. And I think he's going to get it. Um, it just all depends on when. Um, are the Jets looking to extend his brother first? I think it's more of a package deal here with Quincy Williams and Quinn Williams coming back. Um, Quincy Williams already mentioned back in uh, back a couple months ago that he wanted to be on the same team as his brother and be able to play together for a long time. So, you know, settling for, um, you know, do, doing a deal with Quincy, it would behoove the Jets to sign a guy like Quinnen, right? It, it would it would behoove a guy, it would behoove the Jets to sign a guy like Quincy to sign Quinnen long term. That's basically what I'm trying to say in the uh, in the whirlwind of words that are coming out of my mouth here. But um, I think you know. What are we looking at with Quincy? We're looking at eight, nine, ten million dollars a year over three years, which would set him at about twenty-seven, twenty-eight million dollars a year, a uh, million dollars, you know, salary-wise over the three years. Um, I think that would 
be pretty cool. Um, I like Quincy. I think he's a good player, and I think he's still pretty raw at 26 years old. I think he has room to grow. Um, you know, it's always like the big boomer bust play with Quincy. Um, it's always like, you know, goes in for the tackle. Is he or is he not going to make it? You kind of feel that sometimes, but I like him. Think, I think he got a lot better um, this past year, and I think Jeff Albrecht has actually done a great job um, developing this defense. Sorry about that, but I think, you know, the Jets... Um, are definitely interested in resigning both of them. And, you know, what is what does a potential quitting contract look like? And I posted on Instagram the question, um, and I got a bunch of funny replies, just everything, a check with a pen, large amounts. Um, it's just funny. I love, I love Jets fans. I think they're hilarious. And I think, you know, I agree. I think it's really whatever it takes. I don't think you can let Quinn in. Get disgruntled going into training camp, and especially not uh, heading into the season. I think you try to get this done early, um, even possibly before the draft, just to get it out of the way so you could focus on your draft class. I think it's going to go in past free agency, if I had to guess, and probably could potentially go into May post-draft if things get a little dicey, but I think you try to get this done in April, and I believe that's when Quinn's deadline, his personal deadline wants, wants to be. He wants to get that extension done before training camp, or I believe he said he would hold out which is, you know, it's all him, right? I mean, you got to respect players for chasing the bag. You got to respect them for getting what's theirs. And I think Quinnen's deserved it. And I think the Jets have to pay him accordingly and respectively to what his play um, surmounted to on the field last year. And that's elite defensive tackle off defensive line money, right? And that's 25, 26, or 27 a year. Um, so we'll, we'll see We'll see how that goes. Four, five, six years. Um, could the Jets make it, possibly make it five or six years to spread that, you know, uh, cap it over the next five or six years? It's possible. Um, I think you possibly see another restructure for C.J. Mosley and a potential restructure or cut for Carl Lawson to make some room for that as well. The Jets aren't exactly, you know, strapped on cap, right? They have moves to make and potential uh, guys to sign to extensions and whatnot to free up some cap to sign a Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers. You know, it, it all relates back to... The major point and the main point of uh, everything that the Jets are trying to accomplish this offseason, and I am going to follow it right alongside you guys and hopefully bring you the latest on everything New York Jets heading into the spring and summer months. So with that, I really appreciate everyone tuning in for this episode of the Game Plan Pod. A little shorter episode here. You know, I said there was a lot to talk about it. We got through it really quick. Derek Carr, Quentin Williams, and, you know, potential free agents here for the Jets. What's it going to look like heading into March and beyond? So hopefully you guys enjoyed. I would like you guys, if you could, to follow my Instagram at New Jets Game Plan, Twitter at New Jets Game Plan, and you know uh, to make sure check out the rest of the you know the rest of the um, podcast that I posted on here. I believe I'm up to episode one fourteen or one fifteen. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be posting and recording them without you guys. So I really appreciate it. And yeah, go Jets. See ya.